0: They're not going to put an asterisk next to it. They're not going to take away the championship and give it to the Dodgers or someone like. It's not. That's not happening. This is professional sports. It's Major League Baseball. You know, you don't see asterisks in Major League Baseball history books. They didn't put an asterisk, although they tried, next to Roger Maris when he hit sixty-one home runs because it was one hundred sixty-two games, not one hundred fifty-four game season. You know, like stuff like that. Like I know that's an individual record. It's not a team thing. But I'm just saying they don't. They don't do that. Yeah. And it's like the history getting... of the game is the history of the game. It's played out, it's done. And that's the end of it. Yeah. You know, the narrative can continue however much you want. People will talk about it. People will always look back now on 2017 Astros and question their championship. Yeah.
1: Welcome back to another episode of Too Much Pod Tar. Now, with the in light of the the new the drum the bomb dropping news over the last week of the Astros allegations, I mean, yeah, the cheating allegations against them, they got got punished by Rod Manford, and he <clears throat> came down with a punishment for he suspended general manager Jeff L- Jeff Lanao manager AJ Hinch. For one season which would they would end up being fired uh, later by the astros by jim crane and then loss of draft picks in 2020 and 2021 five million dollars and then five million dollar fine and then on tuesday it was uh, red sox fired alex core for his involvement in the scandal so it's and then also color spelltron was named in the report a bunch of a few And on Thursday, another shell was dropped as the Mets would let go of him and you know this this whole scandal is just not not good for the game at all, and it's good that they were punished the way they were and I know some people have said it's they didn't come it wasn't harsh enough but i I don't know I think it's the right it's the only the only as far as they can go I don't think they could have went any really that much farther. they can't take away the the, they can't take away the trophy. They can't take away the championship from them. They they won it. It does. can't just take something like that away. It's not like DNC So, I, And today I have with me Johnny Black from the ScoreCrow to talk more about it. So thanks for coming on, Johnny.
0: Hey, what's going on, Alex? Not much. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, I have to agree with you. There's not much more they could have done. What they could have done a little bit more, which they probably should have, yeah was either take away additional draft picks, although first and second round in this year's draft and next year's draft is pretty significant, um, or they also could have punished them with the international pool money. Right. The $5 million fine for the team is the max allowed that Manfred can levy on the team, according to the collective bargaining agreement, so he couldn't even do any more if he wanted to they could have taken away international pool money or not allowed them to sign an international free agent for a year or two or something like that. So I think they could have gone a little farther. Um, I'm not going to argue totally with punishment, um, but I think they could have done a little more. Mm-hmm. I can't but, have... uh, Then, Well, like you said, just to go back to what you said in the beginning, was they're not going to put an asterisk next to it. They're not going to take away the championship and give it to the Dodgers or someone. like. It's not it's not happening. This is professional sports. It's Major League Baseball. They, you, know, you don't see asterisks in Major League Baseball history books. Oh. They didn't put an asterisk, although they tried, next to Roger Maris when he hit 61 home runs because it was 162 games, not 154-game season. You know, like stuff like that. Like, I know that's an individual record. It's not a team thing. Mm-hmm. But I'm just saying they don't – they don't do that. Yeah. And the it's like history it's- of the game is the history of the game. It's played out. It's done. That's the end of it. Yeah. You know, the narrative can continue however much you want. People will talk about it. People will always look back now on 2017 Astros and question their championship. Yeah. But as far as the official record books go and stuff like that, they're not going to do anything with that. It's not going to happen. No.
1: Huh. Because yeah, if you put, like, an asterisk next to this, then they're, they're going to be like, oh, why is an asterisk
0: next to all these other things? So, like, you can't do it. Right. I mean, the 1919 White Sox, Black Sox, through the World Series. Yeah. There's no asterisk for the Reds that year. Mm-hmm. People don't even remember that the Reds actually won the World Series that year. <laughs> they only think of the Black Sox. Like, mm-hmm. who the hell did they lose to? You know what I mean? Like... So the 1919 Cincinnati Reds are World Series champions. There's no asterisk there, even though the team they were playing against threw the World Series. Yeah, you know what I mean. So they never did that either. It's just, you know, it was never going to happen. And for all the people clamoring for it, it's just ridiculous. Mm-hmm. You know, you need to know the history of the game and know that it's not. It's just not a possibility. One thing
1: that kind of frustrates me though a little bit is that. Now, the fact that Pete Rose is, he was banned for, from baseball for life for gambling. And then this. AJ Hinch. was only, you know, suspended for one the- season. I just feel like that's, there's a way different things. Like, this is worse than Pete, what Pete Rose did. I don't think that's, yeah, they're all about integrity of the game, but it's like, this is like straight up cheating and you know you're, you're doing it. And like,. I, I just don't really agree with the way, even if it's not lifetime, I just don't think Pete Rose deserved and ever deserved the lifetime ban. Like, for that,
0: I don't know. The, to me, there's two ways of looking at it. I mean, I mean, Pete Rose, <laughs> to be pretty blunt, Pete Rose is just, I mean, he knows his baseball. I've seen him on MLB Network and stuff like that. Like, he, he knows his baseball. There's no doubt about that, you know, and he was an icon when he played and everything. But, to be totally honest, the guy is a complete douchebag. <laughs> I mean, he you know, he bet on baseball. You know, there have always been questions whether he bet against his own team or not. It've never been able to be proven. You know, there's no paper trail of it. He denies it. He said he always bet on, you know, on the Reds. It, it, it questions the integrity again. That's the most important thing to any sport, really. When we talk about with the, that with the NFL, it's the integrity of the shield, you know? Yeah. It's the same thing with baseball. It's the history of baseball that the integrity is under question. whether it's an individual or a team effort, you know, at least with Pete Rose, you could pinpoint it and say, "This guy did this." With the Astros granted, the whole thing, you know we found out through the investigation that they were cheating and stuff like that. But to what extent? Did it affect games? To what extent did each individual person, coach, player, manager, GM, whatever, have an have an impact on this whole conspiracy thing? This whole this whole system. That's hard to pinpoint. With okay. Pete Rose, it's easy to pinpoint. It said if you bet on baseball, you're banned for life. He bet on baseball. He's banned for life. Like it's not. It's pretty cut and dry as far as Pete Rose goes you know do i think he do i think he should be in a hall of fame yes i do mm-hmm. i think he should be in the hall of fame because i believe the hall of fame is a museum and you should tell this story this should be in a narrative of baseball good and bad should good. be in the hall of fame but it should it should be there for people when they go to when they go to cooperstown look at the plaques look at this stuff and tell the stories to their kids their grandkids their great grandkids whatever it may be the narrative will always be there, even if, like, like I always said, if you put Barry Bonds in the Hall of Fame, okay, which I think he should be, put Barry Bonds in the Hall of Fame. If you, in twenty years, if you take your kid to the hall, to Cooperstown, and you go buy Barry Bonds' plaque, yeah, he was one of the greatest players ever, but he used steroids. It took him to, that'll be the narrative that's passed down from generation. It that will always hang over them, right. whether they have the plaque there or not. You know what I mean? And I think that's important. Because that's always been the way of baseball. It's always been the history of it told from generation to generation. That's what it's held on to. You know, and that's why I think they, they should put these guys in the Hall of Fame. They should not take away the championship. Let it sit there in history. And let people develop their own narrative for it. And pass it on. People will have their own asterisk next to it. It doesn't need to be put in the book. All right.
1: Yeah, I agree with that for sure. Yeah. It's like it's part of history you can't really rewrite history. It's just like any like any kind of world history. it's not you can just like say, oh America they, no they ended up losing they just say that America lost this world or you know they 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 won like just keep going back and forth like, oh wait they lost like it's kind of like I was actually joking around with one my one buddy like when we went to the Eagles game. We were on a we it takes like three hours to get there from where we live we like we drove and it, we were one thing we talked about was like what if like another country like Russia or something has a different something else in their history book that says oh we we actually won the war and there's like making this whole thing up about it It's like it's kind of yeah. funny that's how it is, but it's like you can't make shit up like if it happened it happened it's not not gonna be
0: just gone right. Like, The facts are the facts. You know, that's it. (laughs) The facts are the facts. However you want to propagandize them, however you want to tell your own narrative about what actually happened, that's fine. But uh, allow the fans to do that. Let the fans do that. You know, don't don't change the history books, like you're saying. Don't actually change the history. Leave it there. It's there for everyone to see. Make up your own narrative then. You can tell your kids, you can tell your friends, you can talk about whatever you want to talk about and have your own opinion of it. Mm -hmm. But the facts are still facts. The 2017 World Series champions are the Houston Astros. That's a fact. And that will never change. However you want to look at them, if you want to look at the cheating scandal as it helped them and they only won because of that, that's fine. If you want to say it didn't really matter, okay, that's fine too. But that's up to you to have that own narrative as far as the books themselves go the history itself the houston astros are still 2017 world series champions
1: yeah. that's the other thing too you can't like you can't say that they it wouldn't have helped or would have helped like you can't you, didn't, you don't know because you can't like you can that's why you kept to create your own narrative about it because it's like you, you can't, like, you don't, you can't see from that point of view when you don't, when it didn't happen, like, if it did, if they didn't cheat, like, you. you who knows? Like, it's not, like, you can't, it's hard to even pinpoint that, but what, right. would it's, like, kind of, what's the word yeah. I was
0: think of? Yeah, you can't say definitively they wouldn't have won anyway. All right. <laughs> no one knows that. I mean, you know. It's the, like I said, it's the same thing. You know, if Barry Bonds didn't use steroids, would he have hit 73 home runs? Would he have broken Mark McGuire's record? Who knows? He yeah. might have still done it.
1: But he's even without that, he still deserves to be in the Hall of Fame.
0: Oh, yeah. I mean, the, the guy was the guy's basically Mike Trout before Mike Trout. If you look at his stats with, with Pittsburgh and then his first couple years in San Francisco. Before he allegedly started taking steroids in like 98, 99, like around that time. The dude was on a whole Fame path as it was his first 10 years in the league. I think I looked it up comparing his first nine years in the league to like Trout's first or first eight or first, whatever it is, for Trout 2012 till now. So eight years and Trout's got like a 72.4 war bonds had like a 63.8. Or something like that. Like, Bonds was already a Hall of Famer in the first 10 years of the league before all the steroids, anyway. So, granted, that doesn't absolve him of anything, but the fact still remains he was so great. Same thing with Clemens. Clemens was so great already. Mm-hmm. You know, if you took the steroids after when he was in Toronto and stuff, after Boston basically got rid of him and he went to Toronto and the Yankees and like, rejuvenated his career, then he was a Hall of Famer already. You know, I even did in my my Hall of Fame ballot article, I talked about if you want to try to quantify it, let's take away 10% of the rate stats and then 25% of the counting stats of Bonds and Clemens. Now That's a lot. And I'm talking about their whole career. Talking about their career stats. So you take away 25% of their counting stats. Bond still has 500 home runs.
1: Yeah.
0: So you're taking away a quarter of his stats. He still has 500 home runs and, like, I think 250 stolen bases. <laughs> He's still not a Hall of Famer? I mean, come on. Damn. However much you want to, you know, draw, say, like, our oh, steroids, the dis steroids, this, that. Whatever, and if you want to be on the side of like he cheated, so we shouldn't be in. Okay, fine. I, I'll, I'm fine with that. But stick with it and be consistent with it. That's all. I don't understand some of these, some of these voters voting for bonds and not Clemens, or vice versa, or like it's we. It's just weird. No, they'll vote for they'll vote for Pettit. I saw one with like no bonds, no Clemens on it, but Pettit and Sosa we're on the ballot like what like how is that even like a thing like I don't even know all I'm saying is be consistent with it if you're gonna if you want a small hole and you want guys to be as you perceive them to be clean and stuff like that fine don't vote for Bonds and Clemens whatever that's up to you
1: Mm -hmm.
0: but just be consistent with it that's all I mean the one ballot I saw was Jeter and Fiskel really Mm -hmm. First. What do you only like shortstops? I, I don't I don't get it. Don't that made no sense to me. Viscal is like the fifteenth guy on the ballot. As far as talent goes, yeah. as far as I'm concerned. But that's an argument for another time.
1: <laughs> yeah. I kind of feel like this is like even though it's like bad publicity, it's still like as they say, like good any news is good news, like yeah. Cause it because puts more of like a people. It shines more of a light on baseball. People are going to be p- paying more attention. Be like, oh, is this team? This team isn't cheating, are they? Are they playing fairly? It's like the Astros. They're actually going to be playing fairly now. Like, are, like everybody's going to be paying attention, more attention to that, like attention to detail. I feel like, yeah. Like I feel like I even just like a casual fan will be more into it. Like
0: just. Right. Keep it on there. <laughs> Everyone's going to be watching a broadcast like listening for banging and stuff like that. (laughs) We turn into the TV volume up to like 50 (laughs) trying to listen to like, holy shit. Someone mentioned that on Twitter too. They were like, oh yeah, the A's banging that fucking drum all the time. (laughs) It's like, what, are they cheating now too? The A's? (laughs) (laughs) Well, you know, supposedly it's widespread. I mean, from what I've been seeing, I mean, I haven't seen any credible things. But someone like like Logan Morrison said something about it, mm-hmm. <clears throat> you know. So <clears throat> I wonder how widespread it is. <clears throat> yeah, it's it's
1: crazy to even think about. It's like, it's,
0: uh... well, it's almost like you know, fires. Op- Mike fires open this can of worms. It's almost like oh, get Jose Canseco.
1: Oh yeah, that's true.
0: with the book. Yeah. You- about the, how widespread steroid use was. and But <clears throat> I don't know. I mean, I, I think it's interesting that the players got immunity from mm-hmm. Manfred. Yeah. I mean, it's a smart move by him because then he, you know, the players like Mike Fires and stuff like that, and even Logan Morrison since then can come out and say what they want and not really have to worry about any repercussions. Mm-hmm. Not only that, too. Manfred's saving his own ass because if he's if he's suspending players and shit like that for something that they were basically told to do or whatever by management, the players union would be fucking all over that shit. He'd have grievances up the ass for like the next five years. Yeah. So. So, I mean, it was smart on his part. By doing that, by giving the immunity maybe more people will come out maybe more players will come out with some credible evidence saying like yeah the team I was on last year did this and they'll investigate it i I don't know you know yeah. but we'll find out soon enough man I mean it's it's gonna come to light mm-hmm. you know the door's been opened you know now that one team's been caught and another team is probably going to be caught with the Red sox I mean who knows how far it's gone I don't know, it's, it's kind of scary, like, to think, like, how many teams have, like,
1: if it's, like, widespread, like you, like you said, like, it's, it's scary to think about if every single, if almost every single team is going to be involved with it or something. It's like, wow, yeah. none of these teams could play fairly or what, Jesus.
0: No. Well, when you're talking about, this is the thing, when you're talking about, you know, millions of dollars on the line for the <laughs> For the coaches, for the like, for everything, you know, there's so much money involved in this, you know, that people will do a lot, you know, people check their morals at the door for a certain price, you know. So for everyone, it's a different price. For some people, don't you know, they don't have a price, but I mean, you look at the steroid use that was rampant in the 90s, late 80s, 90s, you know. I mean, I have no doubt that if I had to put a number on it, I'd say thirty to forty percent of the league was doing it. Mm-hmm. That's in, in some respect. Now, granted, not everyone, you know, was Barry Bonds, because <laughs> no. you still have to be damn good. You know what I'm saying? Like <laughs> they get put under the microscope because they were great players—Bonds and Clemens and Sosa, Manny Ramirez, and guys like that. You know, right. but you had other guys that that did it just to stay in the major leagues. Yeah. And the difference to them was, do you go down to the minors and not make a lot of money or do you get to the majors and can sign like at least one contract, like four years, 20 million. I mean, 20 million pretty much set you up nice for life. You know what I mean?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: <clears throat> And especially for someone like that, like they said with with the Houston Astros, I mean, would you trade for, would you trade four picks, lose your GM and manager, and have to pay five million dollars in exchange for a World Series championship? Sure. <laughs> you yeah, know I, what I mean? Like that's why these players did it too. It's like I'll shoot myself up, I'll get big, I'll fucking get stronger, hit a few home runs, maybe get a contract. So what if I'm caught later on? I'm not making a Hall of Fame. Yeah, sure. You know, they're not going to come take my money away. Still a major league player. So what if my name is tarnished? I don't give a shit. I got my money.
1: Yeah.
0: You know what I mean? So, it, well, it depends. There's a lot about, you know, your character.
1: Mm-hmm. What are your thoughts on the Donaldson move for the Twins?
0: Oh, yeah. almost forgot about that. I love it. I love it for the Twins. I was so happy when I saw that. Yeah. I mean, I, I wanted them to spend the money on pitching, but mm. honestly, this starting pitching. I wanted them to get, look, I wanted them to get Garrett Cole. I knew it wasn't happening because I knew the Twins weren't spending $300 million. So I knew that wasn't happening. Yeah. I was actually very hopeful for Wheeler. I was hoping Wheeler would come. Oh, yeah. But that didn't happen. And a lot of it had to do with the location, also, I think, because his wife's family is from like South Jersey. So going to Philly was, you know, like convenient for him and stuff like that. So that was more of a family thing, I think, because I think the White Sox actually offered him more money.
1: Oh, yeah.
0: Go to Philly. Other than <laughs> that, I really didn't like a lot of the. I mean, Ryu would have been nice. Mm-hmm. I think Ryu with Toronto is going to be a disaster. But, I mean, I don't think it will be that bad, but I think Ryu in Minnesota would have been better. Yeah. But if we weren't going to spend the money, like the four years, 100 million, on a pitcher like that, like a Wheeler or a Ryu, then I'd rather spend it on Homer Bailey and Rich Hill. <laughs> yeah. And use what we got. I mean, Odorici came back on a qualifying offer, so we have him. Berrios is still there. And we have a couple young guys. You know, Gratterall coming up. Um, Gonsalves. We'll see what Fernando Romero does. But with the Donaldson signing, it's huge. It's huge. We extended Sano for three years. He moves over to first base because we lost Crone, And it just makes the left side of our infield that much better. Because our our infield defense wasn't good last year. No. Sano is just not a good fielder. Hopefully he's adequate enough in first base. But Donaldson's, Donaldson's like a top. I think he was third in uh, DRS. Defensive run saved as far as third baseman last year behind um, Chapman and Arenado. Mm-hmm. Third or fourth or something like that. Like, he was up there. And the whole injury-prone thing, like, bothers me. Mm-hmm. This dude's not injury-prone. He got hurt at the end of 2017. It lingered through the 18th season. Five, se- Four seasons before that and last year, so, five seasons surrounding that. He played over 150 games. Right. Yeah. So, I don't know where this whole injury thing... Granted, he's 34 years old. He just turned 34. But that's fine. I mean, as long as he can give us above average defense for the next couple of years at third base. Stay healthy. We can always move him to first. Give, throw him at DH one or two days here and there. Throw him at first, even. Even start throwing or at first, put what DH in case something happens to Cruz or whatever. But I love the signing. I thought they were going to have to pay like $110, 120000000 to try to get him. They got him four years of 92, which was great. That's a good sign. So, I think it was great. <laughs> that lineup's going to be scary. Oh, yeah, I know.
1: So does the to the Yankees, and the ALDS, so. though.
0: Well, we just have to avoid you guys. Yeah. <laughs> That's all. Now you just have to <clears throat> look, you have <clears throat> to get the one seed. We have to get the two seed. Mm. You know what I mean? This way you can play the wildcard team. We can play the. I honestly, it's funny because I put on Twitter, um, everyone was predicting, I guess this was about a month ago. So it was early. But uh, everyone was predicting like their, uh, you know, division champs, wild card teams, and stuff. Yeah. And I'll 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 go even I'll say what I said in my tweet that the Astros are not making the playoffs this year. Ooh, that's my bold take. I think this is I think this is going to be too much for them. Yeah, I can see it. I think they I, I think they're just gonna I don't know. No call. <clears throat> Granted, Grinke's there for a whole year. But I, I just I think the Angels got a lot better getting Rendon, building up some of that starting pitching. I think the A's are still there. And when they get a full year on Manaya Lozardo, if he's healthy all year, Frankie Montas, who was suspended last year, comes back. He was great before he was suspended. They I honestly think the Astros are going to be left out. Yeah, I can see it. I can see it. You know, the Rays are still good. Rays didn't go anywhere. No, They're still a 95-win team, as far as I'm concerned. The Yankees are a 100-win team. The Twins, I think, can win 100 games again. Yeah. The division still stinks. I mean, the Indians are decent, but what if the Indians trade Lindor? What if they trade Lindor and Clevenger and decide to rebuild? The White Sox made some... Decent signings, but Grandal was their best one. And Tim Anderson and Yohan Moncada are going to take a step back. Their Babbitts last year were like insane. They were one and two in the major leagues. It's yeah. not old. Yeah, I don't know. I think the Astros left left out this year in the playoffs. Yeah, I could
1: definitely see that. When the Red Sox they're they're probably just gonna f- fall right off.
0: The well, Red Sox can do they can they do, can do some damage if prices if prices is, price is, is good all year and sale comes back strong, I think they'll be all right. The lineup is still solid. Bogart, Stevers, Bats, Jordy Martinez. I mean, those four hitters in the lineup are scary. You know who knows what Chavis is going to do this year. Christian Vasquez, like you know, who knows what the other pieces will do. But I think the Red Sox can still be solid. But I could see, I could see possibly the Rays and Angels. I think the I think the A's win the West, The Twins win the Central, Yankees win the East, and I'd probably have to say right now, I'd probably say the Rays and the Angels. As the wild card teams, that'd be my guess now. But of course, you know who yeah, knows.
1: That's possible. Yeah.
0: I could see that too. I have you got to remember, you got a whole year of Botani this year. And he's going to be pitching too. Right.
1: So. Yeah, that lineup's going to be nasty.
0: And that defense is sick. I mean, they got. Me Get Rendon and Edrelton Simmons on the left side of that infield with Trout in center field. That's pretty scary. David Fletcher at second. They might have one of the best defensive... Overall, one of the best defensive teams in the American Mm -hmm. League. Which is going to help their pitching staff. Right.
1: Mm -hmm. (coughs) But for... Early predictions for the National
0: League. National League? Oh, this was another one, too. The Nats won't make the playoffs. Yeah, I was. I don't think so, either. Yeah, the two teams, because I remember that from my tweet, was that the two teams that made the World Series last year won't make the playoffs this year. Mm-hmm. I don't know. The NL East is so hard to pick, man. Yeah. It's so hard to predict.
1: I think the Phillies are gonna have a really good season this year. Uh, yeah, I'll, agree with that. I'll pick them for the East.
0: I like the fact they got Wheeler. Yeah, big for them. Harriet <laughs> didn't really pan out as a number two. Mm-hmm. for Nola. I think Wheeler will. Yeah. Wheeler's used to the division. I, I I think that's that was a great move by them. I think Harper's gonna have a much better year too. Yeah year last year. I'm not saying he didn't, but I think he's going to, he's poised to have like another MVP type season. Yeah. And I think after the one year in Philly, I think getting everything, you know, all the media stuff's going to die down about him with the contract and blah, blah, blah. You know, I think that was in his head a little bit. Same thing with Machado in San Diego. Mm-hmm. You know, I think it, these guys are human, man. It gets in your head a little bit. As much as they try to block it out and try to say they don't read anything they don't do, it, it is what it is. You know? You still got to live up to expectations. Yeah. And when you put those expectations on yourself, it, it, you put pressure on yourself. So, mm-hmm. I, can see I can see the Phillies doing something. Atlanta's still a good team. Yeah. The pitching staff is rounding into form with their young guys. Soroka was great last year. Max Freed, I think, is going to have a great year. A couple of the other kids coming up. You know, fulton Avich could be good. I, I could see two of the – I can see both wild-card teams coming from the NL East, to be honest with you. I could see, like, Braves, Phillies, Mets. Yeah, I could see that too. In any order. I don't even, you know – if I had to guess, I, I'd say the Phillies win a division. And I'd say the Braves and the Mets get the wild-cards. And then in the Central, I, st- I still think it's the Cardinals.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: I like the Reds. I like what they're doing. I just think they need one more year. Yeah, me too. Yeah. And then in the West is the Dodgers. It's still the Dodgers. Yeah, it's still going to be the Dodgers,
1: definitely. <clears throat> I think Padres may, they're, uh, Padres might have a chance to make the
0: wild card maybe. I think the Padres are going to be good. They're going to be better. Definitely. I still, I think the Padres are a year away, too. I think the Padres are kind of in the same position as, say, like the White Sox. Yeah. It's like, still a year away. Like, they're around a 500 team. I think they're still a year away from making that jump to, like, a 90 team. Mm-hmm. And the rest of the division stinks. Well, Arizona's not bad. Yeah, Arizona's not terrible. We don't know what Arizona's going to do either with Robbie Ray. Right. I mean, they've already gotten rid of Granke. Corbin left before last year. Raised their ace. Now they have Zach Galen. Mm-hmm. Plantier. They have a couple guys there that are good starter pitchers. And their talent is pretty, pretty cheap as far as Kettle Marte. They signed David Peralta to a three-year extension. Um, they have Eduardo Escobar there. Nick Ahmed is for what he doesn't do at the bat. He's a great defensive shortstop. crossing <clears throat> Kelly, who they got from the Cardinals for the in the Goldsmith deal, looks like he's a real deal a catcher. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I just don't think they have enough the Diamondbacks to make some noise. And the, the Rockies, who knows what the Rockies are doing. One day they're trading Arenado, one day they're not, who knows. I have no idea. I, don't know. I,
1: I feel like if it happens, it'll happen like either like next offseason or even at the
0: trade deadline this year. Yeah, I mean, I, I think they kind of see, they kind of hamstrung themselves with giving him that opt-out after next year. I yeah. uh, should have made it a year later Give himself some time To build around it Because right now it's like Teams are looking to trade for him possibly But they're like what if he opts out Then mm-hmm. we only get two years of him So we're not going to give you Our top prospects And he's already making He's making 35 million a year now yeah. So <laughs> I mean how much how much money do you eat on that you know, do you take on the whole contract? If that's the case, then you don't have to give up any prospects really. You know, but if you're gonna if you're gonna make Colorado eat some of that money, then you're gonna have to give up prospect. I, I don't know, it's very very convoluted. I think mean, Colorado it's funny because it seems like they make decisions one day and then like a couple weeks later it's like, oh no, we're going in a different direction. It's been evident with their young kids. Like guys like Ryan McMahon, Garrett Hampson, Brendan Rogers, like all these guys, they they coming up, and they don't play them. They go out and sign like these veterans to like block them for some reason. Yeah, yeah I don't I don't know why, but yeah, the Rockies, and then the San Francisco Giants, they just are just bad. Yeah, they bad baseball. They're the Detroit Tigers of the NL. Yeah. Well, you got as your world series. Uh, <laughs> world series? <laughs> oh, shit. i to throw it out there now. Well, it can change in the future, but
1: <laughs> I got to go. Even like I just got to go with the, the I think just think the Yankees are going to end up over the hump this year. Let's get, the Garrett Cole signing, I think it's going to be huge. Get finally have an ace of their staff. I think it's just and they'll we'll get to the promised land. Which uh against? I'm gonna say well, that's tough. NL was always so tough. It's like so yeah. many never can end up getting there because no nobody even saw the Nationals coming last year, and then all of a sudden they're winning the World Series. Uh, I, you know, I'm just I'm gonna say the Phillies.
0: You know, it's funny because I was gonna say the Phillies too. know. Oh, really? Yeah, I was gonna. Yeah, I was gonna say, yeah. say the Phillies because I think because what you got to look at too is that like where the teams are at the trading deadline. Mm-hmm. What can they move? What can they get? You know, right. and I think the Phillies with Nolan Wheeler at the top of that rotation, if they can get that third guy, kind of like what Houston did last year with Granke trading for him. You know what I mean? Like if they can get that third guy to make that to go into the playoffs with. I could see the Phillies, because could see the Phillies doing it. But I'm going to say the Twins, because I'm a Twins fan, so I have to go with that. Hopefully, like I said, you're the one seed, we're the two seed. The wild card team knocks you off in a five-game series. <laughs> we don't have to play you. <laughs>
1: yeah, the Angels knock us off or something. Or the Rays.
0: Hey, hey! Uh, you know, five game a series, man. That wild card series, don't count it out. Baby.
1: No, I mean the radio almost knocked right.
0: off the Astros last year. Yeah, exactly. Well, it's not, it's not a cakewalk, five game a series. So I, I don't know. I don't know. I'm going to say the Twin. I'm going to say the Twins and the Phillies. To be honest with you, mm-hmm. right now, anyway. Yeah. I'll, of course, I'll probably always say the Twins, but. Oh, yeah. I, I can see the Cardinals too. I'd love to see the Twins and Cardinals re, rematch of 87. Mm. Yeah. yeah, I can see the Cardinals making it. I like the Cardinals team. Yeah. I like the team. I think they need to add some. They either need to bring Ozuna back or they need to trade for Arenado. I think they need to add one more piece. Oh, yeah. I forgot. Ozuna was still out there, you yeah, still a free agent. Yeah, I wrote up <laughs> I wrote up the article. It's sitting there. <laughs> sure. We still got a couple articles. We got Ozuna and Castellanos as the articles we've written up so far that we're just sitting there waiting man. for them to get signed. Yeah. So we'll see. I'm psyched for this year, man. Psyched yeah. for this season. Good.
1: <clears throat> I like those articles we have set, you know, the The monthly articles and stuff. The weekly articles.
0: Yeah, I think that's that's what I wanted to do. I wanted to set it on the spreadsheet and just have it. Yeah. So, you know, everyone could sign I signed up for the AL Central for the monthly. I figured we'd do AL and NL East on the first,
1: Mm
0: -hmm. AL and NL Central on the second, and then uh, the West on the third of each month. You know. Yeah, that's good. And just run down, run down the division. Like, you know, the Yankees went, you know, 20 and 10 this month or whatever it may be. You know, DJ LeMay, who hit 400, you know, just basically kind of running down a division, how they played and stuff like that, what they're looking like and what the next month might look like. It's, it's going to be a basic thing, you know, but then weekly with the power rankings, I figured we'd just do it by league, AL and ML
1: every
0: Monday, come out with it. Get DFS every day. You know, yeah. once once the Super Bowl's over, I want to get this fantasy stuff going. You know, I want to get more people to sign up for it. So I got Darren, the two new guys, Darren and Jacob, have signed up for um top 30 uh first baseman, top 30 shortstops and stuff like that. But still got catches, second baseman, still got other stuff.
1: But I can work on a lot of that too. Yeah. But, um, I can grab one too. I might do. Maybe I'll do second baseman.
0: Yeah, and I have dates because I—that's uh, what I wanted to do too. I wanted to set dates when we're going to publish them. So the first fantasy thing is February third. It's the day after the Super Bowl. Football is over. Super Bowl is done. The next day, fantasy baseball. Yeah, that would be good. Yeah, and then the the team the team previews. basically 30 and 30 days it runs from um it runs from president's day which is the 17th of february all the way to st patty's day which is the 17th of march and then the season starts on the 26th so it's early this year march 26th Mm -hmm. so i figured we'd do all the team previews up until then then we can kind of fill in the next like week or so. Then I want to do like a I want to do like a round table type thing, and I want to get everyone's predictions and a little blurb about like you know why they picked a certain team or whatever. Mm. And I'll put all that together, and I'm going to put it out the week, you know, the 26th March 26th is a Thursday, so I want to put it out like that Monday or Tuesday, like so can have it out. Oh yeah, I like that. Like the whole scorecrow predictions <laughs> and you know. There'll be other stuff. I mean, during the season, we're going to have tons of stuff going on. Yeah. if We have the weekly power rankings, DFS every day, the monthly reports. I mean, and then everyone can write about whatever their team. I mean, you know, something happens on the Yankees. You can always write an article about it, throw it out there. Well, Jamie, I know, is a Red Sox fan, so <clears> he <throat> can do that or, you know, whatever, whatever comes up. The fantasy guys with the deep dives and like stuff like that, you know, waiver wire picks, two start pitchers during the week and blah blah blah. There's gonna be a ton of stuff to write. A ton of stuff to write. But I want, you know, I want this year, I want baseball really to take off. Yeah. And really set the tone <clears throat> with the baseball during the summer. Because it leads into everything else. Because it leads right into football, which is the most, you know, a lot of people follow baseball and they also follow football. So, and, you know, if we have good, consistent content all during the season, especially fantasy baseball, DFS, that'll just go into football in September. Yeah. What I'm trying to avoid this year, which I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to make a concentrated effort to try to avoid this, is it dying off. Mm -hmm. you know because the team recaps kind of died off we did like i think 16 or 17 of them and then it was like a lot of teams didn't get done yeah
1: because you know
0: like like october november and it's like uh baseball season's over (laughs) you know everyone's like wow whatever yeah i want to try to avoid that
1: (laughs) yeah i tried to do as many as i could i did like ended up doing like six or something
0: yeah, I ended up doing a bunch of them too. And that's why I signed up for the um, what we call it. Well, I did the the team previews. I did an order basically of record.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, I kind of mixed it up. Once we got to the playoff spots, I kind of mixed it up. AL NL. I tried to like bounce it around a little bit. Obviously, the last two were the Astros and the Nationals, but. Tom Tom Green, he's doing the Tigers, which is the first one actually. Mm-hmm. And I signed up for the Orioles, which is the second one. Because I did the Orioles team recap. So yeah. I figured at least I can link it to that and like, you know, because I already did some research on their team. So I might I might sign up for the Royals too, which I think is the one after that.
1: <laughs> this one <laughs> I'm trying to still do this 30 30- like the 30 teams for the pod too but it's like so hard to find somebody to come like to come on even when i find somebody that's like a fan of the team it's like you, i can't find a good time to, for them to be on yeah it's even like the next one i was gonna do was the blue jays and i was asking Frank if you want to come on but he's a, he's always like so busy so it's hard for him to come on yeah so i don't know hopefully we get the time to do it well, i actually already did the mayor's one but the Mariners one is the one after the Blue Jays, so I was trying to wait till Blue Jays is done to get that one out. But I don't know. I guess I, I, guess I could go out of order, though. It doesn't really matter.
0: Yeah. I mean, I don't think the order really matters too much. much. Oh, I could do whatever, man. Yeah. I mean, I, I got enough knowledge. As long as I know ahead of time. Like, if you're like, yeah, tomorrow night, can you get... I'll do my research on some of the guys and stuff like that. I mean, I'm not too familiar with some of the teams, like farm systems and stuff like that. But as far as the major league rosters go, I'm pretty good with all 30 teams. Like, I pretty much know, you know, all the guys that are projected to play. Right. (laughs) Whenever whenever you want, you know, this is a great time for me. I work three to 11. I work in Boston three to 11. I get home about 11.30, 11.40, you know, come home, change, relax for a couple minutes, you know, whatever. And I'm good by midnight. So it's up to you, man. I, I mean, I'll I'll do a pot every freaking whatever.
1: Yeah, sure.
0: I'm down to do it you know as long as I'm not having anything else going on. So if you want to stop banging out some of these teams, yeah. I'm just saying, get some consistency going, I'm fine with it. Oh, yeah, I like to get
1: them done. I like to get them done like before spring. Well, not before spring training, but like at least like within like, like a week or so before opening day. Yeah, yeah.
0: I actually well, did it again training. I mean, once pitchers and catchers report. Because <clears throat> the one, what was the one we did? I oh, was the what was it, the Marlins? Got uh, other guy the. Joey's friend? Yeah. I forget his name. I think it was Stoffer. Yeah, I can't oh. remember. But that was a pretty good show happening like the two of us on. I think it was good.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're good. Like I did the one with the the Mariners. He was that was a good one too. He was a he was really knowledgeable. I just found him on Twitter somewhere. He writes yeah. for I forget what site he writes for, but he writes for like some Mariner site.
0: There you
1: go. I. Uh, I was able to find some for other teams too, like the Padres. I found somebody that, that writes about the Padres. Oh, no, actually, they do they do a podcast on the Padres, so that'll be one. We can you could come on for it too, though. Like probably next week, that would be that one.
0: Yeah, yeah, I'm down whenever, man.
1: Mm.
0: I'm down whenever. Like I said, usually I usually work three to eleven, so I'm home. Mm. And if it's someone at the Padres, they're on the West Coast anyway. It's nine o'clock to them. <laughs> oh, we
1: can deal with them, yeah. So, you know. Oh yeah, the guy said too he's pretty pretty flexible, so he'll probably be down to do whatever. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, I think the next one is after the Mariners is. Wait, wait let me check. Yeah. After the Mariners is the Pirates. Oh yeah, that was the one I was gonna ask. Uh You got
0: Joey coming on?
1: Yeah, I was good. I didn't even message him yet, but I was gonna do that like tomorrow. See if he can oh. come on. Yeah, because he followed me back, so I was, I'll message him.
0: Yeah, Joey's a cool dude, and he does his own podcast and stuff too. Yeah. <clears throat> and the thing is, the thing that's cool about Joey is that like he does, you know, if he comes on, he'll retweet and stuff like that, and he's got like eighteen thousand followers. <laughs> <laughs> Wow. A lot of people follow him. He's like big time in Pittsburgh, but yeah, you know, Joey's a cool dude. He's a real good dude. He's like he was one of the first. Actually, I think he was the first podcast I was on, like when I just started this. Mm-hmm. Like we followed each other on Twitter and stuff like that, and I was like, "Oh shit, Joey's got like all these thousands of followers." I was like, <laughs> I was excited about it. Mm-hmm. You know, we started talking about like baseball or whatever, and you know. He had me on one of his pods early on, you know, talking about, like, 2018. You know, it was pretty cool. So, yeah, he's, he's a good dude. Yeah. So, yeah, if you get him on, I'll I'll jump on with him. Mm-hmm. If you do, that was yeah, I'd definitely be willing to go on with him because I haven't talked to him in a while. Hmm.
1: Yeah, that should be a good show.
0: Yeah, he's all about Pittsburgh sports. All yeah. the ones Steelers, <laughs> like, all that shit. He's written a couple things for us, actually. Hmm. He did, like, um... He did, uh... I think he did the Pirates preview last year. And I think he did the Steelers, like, preview. Oh, Cause, okay. Because I figured, man, as a Pittsburgh fan, you know, ask him to write it. He's a good writer, too. You know, so... So yeah, that'll work. Yeah, just let me know. Let me know when the dates are. Like, let me know whenever. Yeah,
1: I'll try to figure out better dates because I, I kind of just wrote like random dates down. I wasn't sure if I was a bit gonna be able to do it that day or not. But I'll, I'll figure out my schedule and see what I can, what days I can do it. Yeah, yeah. When do you usually work? Uh, lately, I've been working like night nights too. Like, I've been working like four to ten, four to twelve, some like stuff like that. Oh, it's like my really my schedule is like all over the place. Sometimes I can work during the day too, so. Yeah. And then I go back to college next week. But I'm only, I'm taking mostly online classes, so I probably won't have to worry about like, I won't have to worry about schedule too much because I just, can just do like all the stuff online anyway. It's just like. Okay. Yeah, that works. So I could, it'll probably be most nights I'll be able to do it, so.
0: I wish i had that i wish they had that shit when i was going to college yeah <laughs> oh i probably would have finished
1: <laughs> if
0: a, i was able to stay home and like they would do the work
1: I don't know. So, sometimes it's not as good though cuz it's like you, you you like forget to look at it and then you're like oh shit i have something to do this week
0: yeah <laughs> Yeah, it's crazy when i was going when i got into college it was like I gotta get up and drunk because I didn't live at college. The college wasn't that far from me. I got into um, I got into Seton Hall. Oh uh, really? Graduated high school, and, and um, it wasn't that far. I lived in, I lived in uh, Union City, New Jersey, which was like it was about a half hour away from Seton Hall. This is in South Orange, but um, yeah, it was just a pain in the ass. Like <laughs> because then too. Like, you get classes that are, like, far apart. All right. But so there were days that, like, I remember going there. And it was, like, I had a class at, like, 8 o'clock in the morning. Fucking English class. And this lady, I, I'll never forget this. This lady was, like, 110 years old. <laughs> she taught this class. It was, like, ridiculous. But I'd have that class. And then my next class is at, like, 1130. Then I had a class at, like, 2. Jesus. It's, like, I'm on campus all day. I'm <laughs> yeah. driving and then drive a back, you know what I mean? Wow, well, then and of course, I you know, I start playing pool, I start betting, and I start gambling with people. It's like you start getting into bad things, yeah. you Just, know, it was a bad situation. I only I went there for one semester. Oh, geez, that was the end of that, but yeah, yeah, college was, I mean, shit was so different back then. Yeah i wish we had i wish we had the technology that we have now back then i mean right. a lot of stuff would have been a lot easier but it's all
1: good still has its ups and downs though sometimes it's not as good
0: yeah 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 i see that a lot i i see that a lot it's funny because i i talk to a lot of people like on Twitter and stuff like that. And it's just like people get burnt out people, you know, it's just, I don't know. I don't feel, I I don't know. I like, I guess because I grew up the way I did without this stuff is I don't feel, I still feel the novelty of it. Mm -hmm. I still think it's kind of cool that you can be like on Twitter, on Facebook, like all this stuff and connecting with everybody. But I think some people who grew up with it as being part of their life and part of their formative years so to speak like high school and stuff like that mm-hmm. I think they take it they take it more seriously than it really should be.
1: So thanks yeah. for tuning in to another episode too much pod <laughs> you know had a lot of stuff to talk about as always so make sure you. Check it out on all the podcast platforms, as we talked about a lot. Check out all their articles coming out, and our, you know, updated with the, with the YouTube and getting getting some videos up there during the baseball season for DFS. And um, it's gonna be a good season, definitely for sure. So, be on the lookout, and also uh, just just yesterday I got my first mock draft out on the scorecrow that'll be up that that's up there so you check that out and then follow me at, at alex keeler on twitter and johnny at jball0202 <coughs> and just reminder you can never have too much podtar